Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and to episode two. Before I get started, I just want to say how incredibly grateful and thankful I am for all the lovely messages that I've had and the reviews that people have left so far. Honestly, it's made, well, it's made my week. It's made my month. It's been brilliant. I'm so touched Um, and I'm so pleased that the podcast is delivering what I set out for it to deliver and yeah I just wanted to thank you for that if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast and you want to hear when each episode lands in a fortnight yeah a fortnight fortnightly then don't forget to hit the subscribe button after listening to this podcast and if you're enjoying it and you haven't yet left a review or a rating depending on your platform then I'd be really grateful if you would, it just means that more people will get to find out about this podcast, which means I can help more people to find out more and to know that there are other options than having fertility treatment in your home country. Today, I'm going to talk to you about whether fertility treatment and testing abroad could be right for you. And the honest answer is, it depends. It depends on your circumstances and, to some degree, what you're like as a person. So I'll talk to you about some of the the reasons it can be more tricky and for some certain types of people or circumstances surrounding people. In some future episodes coming up, I will be covering the main reasons why people tend to think about and then go abroad for testing and treatment, which will also help you in your decision-making process. But first of all, I wanted to talk about some of the reasons why it might not be right for you, because I believe in being transparent, or why it might need a little bit more thinking about if these circumstances apply to you. So if you don't like traveling, then that's tricky. If you're going abroad for your treatment and you hate traveling, it could be that you're uh, afraid of flying, for example, then that makes things potentially more difficult. However, you might not be afraid of traveling full stop. It may be like the example I just gave about flying and 
you can then be thinking about, can I get to that place or where can I get to by other methods of transport? So I had a client who was afraid of flying and actually he was given medication by the GP to help with that. But the backup plan to that was going to be travel by train, which would have taken longer, but would have meant that he did not have to fly should he not have wanted to and should he not have got the medication that helped him to make that flight from the GP. So have a think about that. If you're disorganised or on the flip side, you might be very organised but a very busy person, then having fertility treatment full stop wherever you're having it or testing requires time and organization and that's why lots of people get help through myself for example but if you are disorganized naturally and or time poor then this is something else to consider there are absolutely ways around this I always recommend that people get some external help and that's something I can help you with if you wanted me to. But if you're doing this yourself, then there are things like planners out there where you can use them to help keep everything organized, you know, keep all of your emails from the clinic, um, you know, keep all of your test results in in a folder in one place just to make things more organized, which will make you feel more in control and less stress. So if you are a disorganized person or a busy person, then think about how you can make that easier for you, whether that's through self-organization or through getting some extra help. If you have pets, then you need to factor in the fact that you're going to be going away from home. I mean, I suppose it's no different to going on on holiday. It's thinking about who can look after your pets at your house, at their house, or whether you'd be considering some external support through, for example, kennels. And the the time that you'd be required to be away really does depend on the treatment that you're having. And sometimes that time is split into more than one visit, but often it's all done in one visit. And you can be required from anything from kind of two days up to 12 days, or as I said, a kind of two-trip mix of those numbers that will still add up to, for example, 12 is the most time you should really ever be needed abroad. If you're a teacher or if you work in a school, then having fertility treatment abroad is absolutely more tricky for you because really you're looking at a window, I suppose, thinking about cycles and things, although these can often be controlled with intervention from the clinics, then you're looking at trying to fit your treatment ideally into the summer holidays or when it's half term and you've got a two-week break. As I said, it's more tricky but not impossible, particularly if you've got a supportive and understanding head teacher. But this is something you need to kind of be thinking about when factoring everything in and making your decision. If you're single, are you confident traveling by yourself? I'm really confident now with solo travel because I've, well, I went away abroad for 15 months. I set off on my own, 
yes, Adam ended up joining me. But when I booked that round the world ticket, I had no idea how my life was going to pan out. I hadn't met Adam. And then when I did, I certainly didn't know that he was then going to come and join me and we were going to get together and then end up married. Um, Funny, isn't it, how things can turn out? But because of that, I'm a confident traveller. So it doesn't phase me getting on an aeroplane by myself. But I can totally understand why it might phase somebody else. And and with all of these things that I'm saying, there's no judgment here. You know, you are how you are and you're going to be going through something that's very difficult, no matter where you have your treatment or your testing done. And so, you know, these are things that you need to factor in. And I, as I said, I believe in being completely transparent. You know, this is about it working out whether or not it's going to be right for you. And I'm going to be covering some of the reasons in future podcasts as to why people are choosing to leave the home countries to go abroad. And that will all help you too. But I just wanted to kick off with this episode because I think these are some of the things that you really need to think about early on in your decision making process. Do I think it's worth it? Absolutely. If you can work around these things, then yeah. But you need to work out if you can work around these things and how comfortable you feel um, with them. And of course, if you're single, you might may be able to take a family member with you or a friend if you prefer. So again, there are always options that you might be able to consider. I have put together for you a free downloadable checklist, which has a few things in there that, again, will help with the decision making process about whether or not fertility treatment or testing and testing abroad could be right for you. And I say process because it is a process that people generally go through in in kind of working that out and figuring that out. And COVID was another um, thing to kind of factor in. But I, I am denied about whether or not to include it in the podcast, because actually now at the point we're at here in May 2022 things are calming down particularly if you are fully vaccinated say for example you're from the UK you know travel now is pretty easy to most of the destinations that I work with people in in Europe so I'm going to mention it though because I know that there'll be people listening to this podcast and not from the UK and while I specialize in fertility treatment in Europe abroad can be anywhere in the world of course so keep an eye on the local government websites for returning to your home country and looking at the destination you know in terms of where you've been but then also looking at where you want to go and what the requirements for travel are because there may be things that you need to do could be paperwork to complete could be tests to have and in that case you know, you might want to factor that into your decision-making process. As I said, in Europe, for most of the places that I am working in, if you're fully vaccinated, there's not really anything for anyone to do, which is great. And that makes things easier, cheaper, and of course, there's a lot less hassle for you as well. So that's it for me. Download my checklist Hopefully that'll be helpful. I'll pop a link in the show notes and I will be back with you in a fortnight to start looking at some of the reasons why people are choosing to go abroad for IVF. Take care. 
Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.